Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Scrum Simplified podcast. Imagine a place where we tackle the myths that have been surrounding Agile and Scrum and dive deep into the often overlooked and lesser known corners of Scrum. I'm your host, Chandani Patterson, and I am thrilled to embark on this adventure with you. I have been where you are, and I know the joys, the frustrations, and the aha moments that come with working within the Scrum framework. And I'm still learning every day, finding new ways to improve. So whether you're sipping your morning coffee, stuck in traffic, or enjoying a leisurely walk, tune in to our bite-sized episodes. Together, we'll uncover the secrets, debunk the myths, and bring focus to topics that are not very well known and deepen our Scrum knowledge. It's time to dive in, rethink, and rediscover Scrum with Scrum Simplified. Hey everyone, first off, I wanted to wish you all a very happy new year 2024. Hope this new year brings you happiness, health, success, and continuous learning. So today we look at sprint planning. Sprint planning is one of the events in Scrum. From the Scrum guide, sprint planning initiates the sprint by laying out the work to be performed for the sprint. So it's the first event that marks the start of the new sprint. And during this event, the team plan out the work that could be done during this upcoming sprint. The entire Scrum team attends this event, and this includes the product owner, the developers, and the Scrum master. External stakeholders may also be invited to this event, for example, architects, DBAs, domain experts, etc., who could help provide technical or domain clarity or advice on the work that may be included in the sprint. The event itself is time boxed to eight hours for a one month sprint. Shorter sprints may have shorter time boxes as decided by the team. During this event, the Scrum team discuss the why, the what, and the how for the sprint. What does that mean? So the why in sprint planning focuses on the purpose or the objective of the sprint. Why is the sprint important? Why are we undertaking the sprint? And how does it move the team towards the overall product goal? It involves understanding why certain product backlog items are being chosen for the sprint and what value they deliver to the end users or stakeholders. Now, during sprint planning, the product owner communicates the overarching goal or purpose of the sprint. Team members ask questions to clarify the significance and impact of the selected backlog items because aligning the team with the broader goals helps everyone understand the context and motivation behind the work. So the outcome of the why is the sprint goal for the sprint. For example, imagine going on a trip. The why is the destination that you want to reach. The what entails identifying the work that will be included in the sprint to reach the why, that is the purpose or the goal of the sprint. During sprint planning, the product owner presents and discusses the prioritized product backlog items, and the team collectively decides which item to include in the sprint based on their priority and feasibility. 
Now, each product backlog item is estimated in terms of effort or complexity, ensuring that the team commits to a workload they can realistically complete within the sprint timeframe. The outcome of the what is the creation of the sprint backlog and the backlog items that will be taken into the sprint. A clear and achievable set of PBIs that is understood by the whole team, providing a roadmap for the sprint's work. Now, going with our example of the trip, the sprint backlog is like the items you would pack for your journey to the destination. Each item carefully chosen based on its relevance and contribution to the journey. And finally, the how revolves around the approach the team will take to complete the selected backlog items. In this case, I, when I say team, I am talking about the developers. How is the team going to break down, assign, and do the work during the sprint so that the team accomplishes the goal for the sprint? The team breaks down the selected PBIs into smaller, more manageable tasks, usually around less than a day to a day, Discussions may include technical approaches, potential challenges, and dependencies. The how results in the tasks and the plan for the developers on how to move forward in the sprint, which are added to the sprint backlog. So the what, the why, and the how discussions should be interconnected. Understanding the why informs the selection of what needs to be done, and the how details the execution plan to achieve the why. These discussions are iterative and may require adjustments based on the team's capacity, unforeseen challenges, or changes in priorities. Now let's look at who does what and also who brings what to the sprint planning event. The product owner brings a prioritized product backlog to the sprint planning. They also represent the stakeholders and their needs and priorities. They articulate the overall goal or objective for the sprint and how it aligns with the product vision. They lead the backlog discussion, providing context, answering questions, or clarifying details as needed. Within the developers, each team member brings their unique skills and expertise to the planning session. The developers collectively bring insights into the capacity for the upcoming sprint based on past performance. Now, during sprint planning, the developers decide on the amount of work they can commit to completing during the sprint. They provide estimates on effort, break down the tasks, collaboratively decide on who will do what in the next few days and plan the sprint execution. The Scrum Master brings facilitation skills to ensure the meeting runs smoothly. They bring knowledge of the Scrum framework and help the team adhere to the Scrum principles. They may facilitate the meeting, ensure time management, foster a collaborative environment where everyone's input is valued, guide the discussions, remove any obstacles, and coach the team as needed. Now, I've mentioned the sprint goal a few times already, but what exactly is the sprint goal and why is it important? The sprint goal is the single objective for the sprint. So if you think of the product goal as the overarching goal for the product that is way out in the horizon, then the sprint goal is like a short-term stepping stone towards this goal. Now, each stepping stone or sprint goal takes you closer to that product goal. 
The sprint goal is a one or two sentence description of what the team plans to achieve during the sprint. It is considered important because it provides focus to the team on the work that is being completed in the sprint. When it comes time to negotiating work within the sprint, the sprint goal provides a guiding light to ensure that what is taken into or removed from the sprint backlog is the right thing. It also provides cohesiveness as well um, as you're all working towards one thing rather than multiple things. So let's consider metaphor to understand this better. Imagine the product goal as your ultimate travel destination, a breathtaking mountain peak on the horizon. It's your long-term aspiration, the reason for setting off on the entire journey. Now the sprint goal is like reaching a particular campsite on your way to the summit. It's a mini objective within the larger journey, a specific stop with achievable steps needed to get closer to your peak. The next question then is who creates the sprint goal and when does it get created? Sprint goals are created during the sprint planning event as I already mentioned. The whole Scrum team collaborate together to come up with the sprint goal. The sprint goal should be added to the sprint backlog before the planning meeting is complete to help ensure that the team as a whole understand what they're working towards in the upcoming sprint. Now, some teams prioritize crafting the sprint goal right at the beginning of sprint planning. This ensures everyone is aligned on the purpose and direction of the sprint before discussing specific backlog items. Other teams let the sprint goal emerge organically through discussions about the prioritized backlog items. And as the team refines and selects items, a common theme or objective might naturally arise, eventually culminating in a concise sprint goal. Now this obviously fosters collaboration and ownership. Or a team may combine both approaches. The product owner might come prepared with a proposed sprint goal, but the team actively participates in refining and finalizing it during backlog discussions. This would be my preferred approach. This leverages the product owner's vision while also incorporating the team's perspective. And that is always good. Ultimately, the responsibility for defining the sprint goal rests with the entire Scrum team. The product owner provides input and ensures alignment with the product vision, while the developers contribute their expertise and ensure they feel confident achieving the goal within the sprint timeframe. Some additional points to remember around sprint goals. Um, the sprint goal should be clear, concise, and actionable. It should be achievable within the sprint timeframe and everyone on the Scrum team should understand and agree to the sprint goal. So let's look at a, an example scenario of how a sprint planning could potentially go. So here's a, here's a scenario. The Scrum master welcomes everyone and sets expectations for the meeting by reviewing the purpose of the sprint planning. The product owner then brings the top priority backlog items for consideration in the upcoming sprint along with their vision for what they'd like to be the goal of the sprint. The team discusses each item, clarifying any questions and ensuring everyone understands the value and scope. They assign effort estimates to each prioritized backlog item using whatever chosen method they have. 
Now, based on capacity and estimates, the team collaboratively select which items will be included in the sprint backlog. Then, the developers break down the chosen backlog items into smaller actionable tasks. So it's almost like breaking it into two halves, if you will. Yeah, the first half where we're just discussing the vision, the goal, and identifying the PBIs, and the second where the selected items are then broken down into actionable tasks. The team reviews the sprint backlog, which has been created in this way, and plan as a whole, ensuring everyone is comfortable with the workload and approach. Any final questions or concerns are addressed, and the team collectively commits to achieving the sprint goal and completing the planned tasks within the sprint timeframe. One of the most common questions um, around sprints, uh, uh, sprint planning, sorry, is how long should sprint planning take? Mike Cohn, one of the agile gurus, suggests 45 minutes per week of sprints. So a two week sprint would take 90 minutes. Some teams just go for proportional reduction in the time box based on the eight hour max for a one month sprint. So a two week sprint in this case would be about four hours. I would suggest deciding as a team on an initial time box and then adjusting as needed. There is no hard and fast rule and the team should decide what works for them. A more mature team may need shorter planning duration than a team brand new to working with Scrum or working together in general. Another common question is, do we need to break down every single story into tasks and estimate each task? I would suggest not doing this. Just break down enough stories to last the first couple of days of the sprint. And then during the daily, you can break down and plan further as needed. Also, I wouldn't try to estimate every single subtask to a precise level. This is just a waste of time. The goal is to start working and delivering value, not estimating things to death. And what happens if the team can't complete all committed work? I would ask the question, first, has the team managed to hit the sprint goal? Because remember, a sprint may have a focus point in the sprint goal, which is a priority for the team, but they may also have taken in some additional work if they thought they had the capacity. If, however, at the end of the sprint, they find that they have hit the goal but not additional stories, this is a good point for discussion during the retro. Similarly, if the goal hasn't been hit, and if this has happened a few sprints, then it's definitely time to find out why this is happening. What is causing the team not to hit the goal? Has the goal been defined correctly? Are the stories refined correctly and small enough? Is collaboration happening within the team to help them with the work as needed? Are the team taking in too much each sprint due to pressure or other reasons? Discuss together as a scrum team and find out the underlying root of these issues. This will help the team learn and adapt for the next sprints. Now, as with everything Scrum, there are some misconceptions or dysfunctions around sprint planning that you definitely want to try and avoid. Starting with, it's a one and done event. It's not. Planning is an ongoing process within Scrum. Now, while the main event sets the tone for the sprint, adjustments and refinements can occur throughout, especially during dailies and other collaboration with, within the team. 
thinking it's all about estimating. Now, estimation is just one aspect of sprint planning. Understanding the need for the sprint and the value it brings, defining the sprint goals, selecting the backlog items, and understanding dependencies are important. As long as teams have a general high-level idea of things they can accomplish within the sprint, you do not need to do precise estimations down to the exact hour or minute level. Honestly, it is not worthwhile having lengthy debates on whether a particular task will take three hours or four hours. Just select one and move on. An unclear product owner can lead to confusion and delays in defining the sprint goal and selecting backlog items. So as a scrum master, look for ways to help the product owner understand their accountabilities and help find techniques in backlog management, prioritization and stakeholder management. Ensure that when they come into a sprint planning session, they have a clear idea of why the sprint is important and how they can help the team understand the work that is needing done. Speaking of work, committing to too much work can lead to stress, burnout and missed deadlines. Be realistic as a team, look at capacity, look at past performance and then decide if the work being considered can be completed within the sprint or not. Help the team push back on unrealistic goals by providing safety in discussion and understanding the reasons behind the pushback. Let the whole team understand what is possible within the sprint timeline. Speaking of teams, passive team members who don't actively participate can hamper effective planning and leave them out of the loop. And at the other extreme, one person taking over the discussion can stifle collaboration and diverse perspectives. The Scrum Master should facilitate the event so that all members take part effectively. Remember, anyone on the team could pick up the work that was taken into the sprint, so everyone needs to be on board and understand the work. Which leads me to the next point. Detailed task assignment definitely not needed to be part of sprint planning. Help the team understand self-organization and self-management and teach the team to take up and assign tasks to themselves throughout the sprint. And finally, the product owner dominating the planning session can lead to an imbalanced discussion, same as having passive members or you know one person taking over. You wanna ensure equal participation and collaboration when making decisions. The Scrum Master can facilitate and moderate discussions to enable this. Once again, make sure everyone's voice is heard and is considered important. Here are some final thoughts on sprint planning. Sprint planning is not just about tasks and checklists. It is about setting a clear direction, aligning your team and building that momentum for the sprint ahead. Planning is an iterative process, so embrace the opportunity to continuously refine and adapt throughout the sprint. Encourage open communication, diverse perspective, and shared ownership of the sprint goal. And don't be afraid to experiment, take risks, and learn from your experiences. That is why we do Scrum. That is why we have sprints. Because we work in short intervals where we can experiment take risks and learn. Every sprint, whether it meets the goal or not, 
offers valuable insights for future iterations. And finally, planning is not just about the what and the how, but also about the why, the shared purpose that guides your team's efforts. So keep iterating, keep refining, and most importantly, keep enjoying the journey towards achieving those sprint goals. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. If you found this valuable, please consider subscribing through your favorite podcast app. Giving this podcast a rating and or review also helps others find this podcast. And please feel free to share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Also, do share your thoughts or questions and let me know how I can make this better for you. So until next time, my Scrum enthusiasts, keep that flame of learning burning bright. The journey to Scrum simplicity is yours to own. And I'm here with you every step of the way. This is Chandani signing off from Scrum Simplified. Catch you in the next episode. And until then, thrive in the world of Scrum and keep reaching for those agile stars. Stay curious, stay agile, and never stop simplifying.